Welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast, where we discuss discipleship in your everyday life. Hey everyone, Pastor David here with Liz Jones and Pastor Bob Wilk. Yes. Now, we're talking about what dreams may come when the Lord... What comes upon us, right? And so name. this is like, this is important in the prophetic. We were talking about this, like how God speaks to us, how he communicates to his people. It's one way that he can do that. I have not ever had a dream mm. that I believe was from God. So maybe that means I'm not really a Christian. I don't know. Maybe you guys speak to that, but I've Could had be. waking visions and things of that nature. But have you guys ever had like God dreams? Yes. Yes. You, know, you both have. Yes. Okay. Now, are they what can you share like what these do to benefit you in your spiritual life or what what do you think of these dreams? Like are they important to you? Are you like, "Oh, I don't wish I wish I didn't have them or they really help me in these times?" Like who wants to start the ball rolling here? I think Liz does. Sure, I will. Um yeah, what they do, well for me, so I've had dreams that have just been actually from my benefit where the Lord is really, he's revealing things of my heart. He's healing places. He's addressing things in my own personal life with him. Um, I've also had dreams that have given me insight to other people. I've had dreams that have um, maybe given me some vision for future things or warnings about things. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Dreams are pretty, there's a lot of things that happen. Yeah. And sometimes it's a lot of things all at once kind of in the same Right. dream because it's a right. spiritual thing so he can accomplish a lot of things i've had time. dreams like uh that also where i've um i've had several times where dreams were uh extreme warnings for other people mm-hmm. wow. like things that i would have never like in my natural mind believed that it would be true mm-hmm. and then it turned out to be completely true mm-hmm. like yeah. uh, where it was a warning given and i'm giving i'm telling him it and i'm Part, partly trying to believe it in the process because yeah. it's so out there. And then it comes to pass almost immediately. Hmm. And I'm just like, huh, yeah, wow. So, uh, yeah, and I've also had, you know, here's a strange thing. I've actually, because um, I've done engineering my whole life. This is weird, right? Mm-hmm. I've had dreams that have solved engineering problems, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is so crazy. We were, awesome. Yeah, I was working on a project once for, long time ago for PG&E, and it was a really complicated project. There were several engineers. We were all on this very complicated area, and we were stumped. It was days, and I I had a dream of what the design was. Like, it's so weird, so natural. I knew it was the Lord, Mm -hmm. and I woke up in the middle of the night, ran into my office, sketched it, and then went back to sleep because I knew I'd forget it by the morning. It's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah, dreams come in all sorts of flavors. They're, uh, I want to say they're not only like just for spiritual things, mm-hmm. although they are spiritual, right? Um, I've had dreams where the Lord's given me like a scripture, like just told me the scripture. This is, you know, and it may be a scripture I'm like completely not really familiar with, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. some, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I, and it was for a situation and it was exactly the answer. Like it didn't miss at all. I actually, uh, on those, I woke up, wrote down the, he gave me the scripture reference, which was really odd. Yeah. And and I didn't know the scripture, okay? I mean, it was the one scripture in the Bible I hadn't memorized, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> so, Zephaniah then, 312, right? Three, yeah, that one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, no, <laughs> yes, George and the dragon, I don't know. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> 
but I wrote down the scripture <laughs> reference. And I remember it's in the middle of the night, so I didn't want to disturb my precious sleep. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm like, well, I, I'm like, I'm hoping this is a script, a scripture. I'm actually writing this down. And he, he's, you know, it was in a dream. And it was for a specific thing that I was going to that day, like mm -hmm. for a purpose wow. that I didn't even know about. Okay. And I wrote it down. I woke up the next morning. First thing I'm like, I better figure out if this is actually scripture. And mm -hmm. it was. Mm -hmm. And it still didn't make sense to me, like the why, because actually the thing I was being invited to, I, I was intentionally kept in the dark about. Somebody wanted me to come and like give a word to a group for something uh, that I, they wouldn't tell me what it was about. And mm -hmm. I get this scripture mm -hmm. and it was the answer. Like wow. it was the most bizarre thing I've never, I've never experienced anything like that. Especially through all that unbelief, like, is this a scripture? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to sleep. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, it says test all things. You, you do want to yeah. make sure it's right. You know, it's right so. yeah. um, how do you know that it's from God? What what makes a God dream different than um, a macaroni and cheese dream? Like, mm. what makes a what mm. makes a God dream different from that? Like, yeah, for me, think? I mean, I dream all the time. Like, mm. I dream every night. Uh, very vividly, lots of interesting things. But for me, when I know that it's the Lord, it's like when you get used to hearing the voice of the Lord, you know he's speaking to you. It's like it has, for me, it has this weight. I remember the first time I had a a, um, a dream and it was like it, I couldn't get away from it. Like I woke up and it was so real and it was so intense, but it not like in a an emotional way, it was like it had this weight to it. Mm. And I just all day was thinking about it. And it was like there was, I knew there was something I was supposed to get from it. I just didn't know what it was. And so I ended up sitting down and typing it out. And then as I was doing that, I got um, the message in it that it was supposed, it was for me. Yeah. But um, for me, it's like that. It's like, I know the Lord has spoken. I know that there's something, there's a, I guess, the only way I can describe it is like there's this weight to it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I don't know if you have a better way to explain Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I dream all the time also, um, and they're very vivid dreams. You know, they're in technicolor, <laughs> you know, if you will. And um, uh, so, yeah, there's all these dreams you have to deal with, and then there's the God dreams. And I, um, sometimes it's just it, – it's difficult for me to actually put that into words, like mm -hmm. why it's a difference, mm -hmm. but it's like I know it's a difference. Mm -hmm. And there's a weight to it um, and uh, some uh, most of the time a direction uh, in a particular area. It could be an area that God just wants to teach me in too. Mm -hmm. Like he, I want you to go study this thing out mm -hmm. and I want you to be prepared in this area. For some, like I said, I have no reason to go there. Right. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, they come in different flavors, David. And I, I but it, for me, I, I dream a lot. So I, it's, it's hard to tell, you know, but yes, mm -hmm. there's a definite difference. There's okay. a weight, weightiness of the God dreams. Do you always but, remember God dreams? Um, I'd like to say I do, <laughs> but I don't always. Mm -hmm. I'm being completely so it's not just like you. it's always seared completely into your mind. Actually, mind. there are times when I know I should get up and write something down. Mm -hmm. Like those dreams, when they're God dreams, I actually don't have to write out a whole bunch of stuff. I just mm -hmm. need to write down the, a basic thing about the dream, and then I, mm -hmm. it'll all come back. Like, oh, that's what that was about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there. 
there are times I've <laughs> woke up. A lot of times with the God dreams too is I wake up then. Like then I'm a, in the middle of the night, I've woken up and, you know, and sometimes there's talking that goes on with that too. With, mm -hmm. You know, he continues to speak to you. But um, uh, sometimes I've been disobedient and not written anything down <laughs> and then lost it. Mm -hmm. okay. You know, maybe yeah. that's because it's just old. Okay. I don't know. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense to write it down. You know, if you want to remember. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? So, um, with these dreams, so um, can they ever be scary dreams? Like, even if they're from God, can they ever like freak you out? Does that makes sense. Like, yes. Okay. How do you tell between that and like a demon dream? I really enjoy demon dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Because I haven't had God dreams, but I've had what I'm pretty sure are demon dreams. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, could you differentiate between, like, this is God showing you something that's, like, really, um, you know, sober or really, like, overwhelming in a sense, and yet, like, the enemy trying to terrorize you? Like, is there mm. is there a difference when you're, you're in it or afterwards, maybe, in retrospect? Like, how would you discern that, like, what the source of the dream was? Yeah, I mean... I for me, um, I've definitely had dreams. I would say just um, experiences or encounters while I'm asleep that are definitely demonic. And those are very tormenting and there's no hope that comes with them. There's no, um, there's a lot of confusion, fear, those types of things. Um, I've had a few dreams that I know were from the Lord that were very intense, some in very extreme situations like end, end, end of days mm -hmm. <laughs> type of things. Mm -hmm. um, and some actually involving people that I really love. And it was um, kind of a warning. But yeah. And those were, um, I actually had to process those through with some people because there was a very definite message in it. But there also was um, some, how uh, does this make sense? Some images that I saw that I actually needed prayer for. Mm -hmm. from other um, prophetic people. And so um, the torment side of that was was gone, the, mm -hmm. the uh, effect of it, I guess, on my soul. But there was still the message in it. There was still an assignment in it. Okay. And um, I believe, you know, like a tormenting dream, there's not going to come an assignment. It's just going to be confusion and terror. And mm -hmm. um, actually, there was a time in my um, life where I had, I have a lot of recurring dreams actually, but there was one, um, I was going through a really tough situation with some people. And, uh, every night around the same time, I felt like there was, I would wake, not wake up, but like in my sleep was like the extreme anxiety. Like I felt like I couldn't breathe. I felt like I was just terrified. Um, it had to do with the situation with someone and it went on for several nights and I was like, Lord, like why, like I'm praying before I go to bed, I'm reading the word. I'm yeah. like, why is this coming at me? Like, why aren't you protecting me while I'm sleeping? <laughs> you know, like, why is this happening yeah. to me? And I remember I was sleeping and this came again, it was extreme anxiety, which I don't usually deal with. And I feel like I couldn't breathe and, and, and then all in my sleep. So I'm experiencing this in my sleep and my, I like felt like my spirit rise up and begin to combat that <laughs> in my sleep. And it was like, the Lord was teaching me how to wage warfare, even in that sleep state. And so it was actually something he wasn't, he wasn't, yeah 
guarding me from it because he was teaching me something in it. So oh, I don't know if that just sounds so weird, but it's, it's kind of weird. weird. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, I mean, because your conscious mind isn't involved and your your soul is completely out of the picture. So it mm-hmm. would be your spirit dealing with that with yeah. that battle. So yeah, um, I it I, there's an interesting aspect of my dreams that's uh, kind of weird. It's always been weird for me, but like most of the time, I know when I'm dreaming. Mm-hmm. I'm actually aware that it's a dream, mm-hmm. which is a very weird, to me, it's always been weird when I know that. <laughs> and right in the middle of a dream, I realized this is a dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if anybody else has you know, experienced it, but I experience yeah. that fairly regularly, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. So um, I'm usually never really terrorized by my dreams. Mm-hmm. Like I understand, I'm there and I get it, you know, and I can tell when it's an the enemy kind of yeah. thing. And um, sometimes I actually enjoy eating him (laughs) (laughs) in my dreams, (laughs) you know, you know, because there's a fight, you know, Mm -hmm. but I realize I'm engaged in it and that it's in a dream, but that possibly he's trying to get in and Mm -hmm. do his thing, which he will do for people, you know, or against people. Um, So, yeah, I think that the, uh, that aspect of it's always been strange. I have never been completely able to understand why I can, I know if I'm in a dream, it's not every single time, but it's a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the times that I've been, and I don't want to call it terrorized, but upset by my, by a dream um, are not really violent dreams. They are more where I feel um, I've disappointed somebody or um, not been faithful to someone, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Those bother me. Like mm-hmm. I get bothered in there like, what? You know, what? this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And they, and you, you know, if you're not careful, when you get out of a dream state, it'll follow you the mm-hmm. next day. And you have to be able to like deal with that, mm-hmm. you, you know, cause then it's casting down every yeah. imagination and yeah. high thing that exalts itself against God and, and knowledge mm-hmm. of God. And you're, you know, so you have to deal with it. It's a real thing because it's a thing that's been put on you and pressed on your soul, on your your emotions, on your intellect, mm-hmm. and you have to bring it into subjection. And yeah. if you don't, I know people that get upset because of a dream they've had. <laughs> yeah, and they're upset at the they're person mad at in the somebody. dream. Yep. I'm like, yep. <laughs> honestly, my wife has done that to me. I'm like, <laughs> I had this dream about you. I went. That wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> that was me in your dream. It also, it also wasn't technically you in the dream. Right. It's like, I mean, right. I was like, I, I actually. Was, dream, Bob. Right. I was in there. I was like next to you there. I wasn't yeah. there. And I didn't do that, actually. <laughs> you know, but uh, so I know people are tormented by dreams. Yeah. A lot. You know what do you counsel somebody? Like, let's say they have a dream where they did something they would never do in real life, quote unquote, even though we're all capable of something right mm-hmm. so they they sin maybe in their dream mm-hmm. and they're like they're, i mean i've had this where i'm like oh did i sin because i sinned in my dream and it's like well i had to deal with it in terms of like my intent wasn't there like my i my soul wasn't there i couldn't set my mind on anything like i didn't even know i was in a dream until the very end like you know i had to like go mm-hmm. through this whole process but like how do you counsel people that deal with that because actually well, I've, I've i actually don't few, believe you can actually see other in people your dreams right? personally i that's just my own personal mm-hmm. belief um i i don't believe that that actually can happen mm-hmm. i think you could be tempted in your dreams and then at when you're awake and uh conscious mm-hmm. you're 
uh, act on the temptation. Yeah. I do believe that. Okay. So that's where it comes, you know, that, you know, bringing in subjection, all of those yeah. temptations. Yeah. But um, I, I just don't believe, uh, it, but I do realize that because it, it wears on your soul, that people feel funny. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They, mm -hmm. they feel either dirty, disappointed, you know, a lot of feelings that come with yeah. it. And how you, like I said, bringing to bear the fact that like, no, that's not you. That mm -hmm. was a dream. And that could be the enemy trying to, you know, invade things into your soul. Mm -hmm. And you have to be able to see it that way. You have to, you have to judge it rightly and go, no. You just can't, you shouldn't mess with that kind of thing. You can't like try, if you try to um, in your mind kind of rehearse it and then try to make it right or wow, why did I do that? If you try to work with that, that's like arguing with the enemy. Mm -hmm. It's a lost cause. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, I, and so that's how I feel about that. I would, yeah. I just tell Burton, no. The other thing is they could be having a harassing spirit just bothering their life. And I would just mm -hmm. pray for their deliverance that God just deliver yeah, him from it because totally. he does that like that. That's not like no big deal that, you know, where, you know, you're not being harassed in your dreams all yeah. the time yeah. like that. I mean, I've, I've read on that when I was going through some of that, like mm -hmm. everything I would read would say, well, you probably did something and that's why the enemy's coming at you. And I was like, no, I literally am in the best place I've ever been spiritually. Mm. And these things are still coming like they're temptations. Like you said, yeah. they're also not real. Like there's a scripture that says a man dreams he's eating and he, he awakes. Behold, he's hungry. Right. He dreams yeah. he's drinking. Behold, um, you know, he's thirsty when he, when he wakes up, mm -hmm. I think you could open the door in your conscious life to yeah. be tormented. But I want to speak to somebody that's like, Hey man, like I'm doing the best I can as far as I know before God. And that's, you know, it's just, it could be a harassing spirit. It could be something you just got to deal with. It could be something you, um, you need to just get rid of the condemnation and move forward and know that it's, you're being tried, like you're being tested. It's not real. Well, I think too, especially if you are like, you're, you're walking with the Lord, you are doing, you know, you're in a good place. Those things mm -hmm. come. It's really, if the enemy can't get you to actually sin, he's going to pull you off with distraction, right? Mm -hmm. So he's just going to occupy your mind with like, am I doing this? Am mm -hmm. I, what's wrong with me? Maybe I need this. Maybe it's that, you know? And it's like, now your mind is completely occupied with this thing he planted there mm -hmm. rather than like, okay, whatever, no to that, yeah. no condemnation that I did not, that was not my intention. That was not my will. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to go back and put my attention on the Lord. Yeah. Right. So, you know, he can get us pulled off and distracted <laughs> in so many ways, yeah, you know, it's ridiculous. but uh, yeah. yeah, I actually believe also, um, there's a power in the word of God that very specifically that will help you. And that is, and, and this I've counseled people on also specifically the word says the commandment of the Lord, the, the word of God that when you go, it will lead you. When you sleep, it will keep you. Mm -hmm. And when you awake, it will speak with you. Mm -hmm. And uh, to me, there's that's that whole keeping power of God involved there that mm -hmm. I believe that you have to, uh, by faith, start tapping into so that when you awake, <laughs> he speak, he will, his word will speak to you. It won't be, so you've put intentionally put your mind on his word, mm -hmm. not on the dream all right so that you're kept yeah. all the time and so i believe there's a keeping that can happen in your dream life also mm -hmm. you know where if you just believe god for that and you just mm -hmm. uh walk in there because i've had people come to me and go i'm harassed i can't you know every night and, mm -hmm. and so i will first give them that word and ask them to to you know start to believe for that first mm -hmm. 
and 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 begin to walk in that, rehearse that over mm-hmm. your life. Yeah, I think also um, something you mentioned, you can open doors to things, you know. Mm-hmm. And so there's if you're, mm-hmm. and like I said, I have um, recurring dreams. There was a time when I had the same the same thing, very violent, very violent dreams would happen to me every night. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like, Lord, what is this? Like, why is this happening? And then it was like, Oh, well you were watching this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and I had to stop. Um, and also yeah. there was another time when I had bought, um, some books actually that were, um, I won't say the name cause I'll offend Christians, but they're a fantasy mm-hmm. Christian series and, mm-hmm. um, had hor- horrific nightmares, mm-hmm. like horrible um, and returned them and they stopped. And so for me, it was just, I don't know why those things were the way they were, but Mm -hmm. I was thankful the Lord showed me at least what those were that had, uh, unlocked something where there was access to my, to my soul. I've actually also counseled people that maybe what you want to do is that when you go to sleep, if you have, if you're harassed in that area is, um, maybe you would like to, uh, you should play the word of God just, Mm -hmm. you know, play a recording of it as you sleep as you go to sleep mm-hmm. and let that word just kind of you know great. penetrate you and and, yeah. and and sink into your soul and just and and get you know and get refreshed by his word that really does help because his word yeah. has such a power has such a it has a power to displace uh yeah. you know the enemy and his mm-hmm. ways or you know or our own heart yeah. Right. Because mm-hmm. if our heart condemns us, God's greater heart. So you, yeah. we, we can't forget that. That it could be things that a person's allowed into their life in their normal conscious times yeah. that they have wrestled with, thought about, they're tried with, and and now all of a sudden it's on it's on replay yeah. <laughs> in their yeah. dream time. Yeah. That's real. Mm-hmm. It's just real. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's the dark side of dreams, but mm-hmm. I don't want to spend the whole the whole podcast on <laughs> that. I mean, side. if there's more that you guys want to say, you totally can. But um, I wanted to get back to like you guys both having dreams from the Lord and um, and hearing from Him in that, whether it's direction or warning or insight, whatever whatever He's sharing with you guys. Mm-hmm. Was that was those um, that life of dreams with God? Was it something you asked Him for, or you pursued, or is it just sort of how you're wired as as a believer? You know. Does that make sense? Like, did you ask him for dreams? For or? me, it was never something I asked for. Mm-hmm. And as I began to grow in um, prophetic ministry, I realized actually my whole life I've had dreams mm-hmm. and didn't realize what they were. Okay. So uh, for me, it was more of a realization of like, oh, this is actually how I how I made yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, same know? thing with me. I, I never asked him for it. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it's a funny thing because I – for some reason, people will, will many times will bring me their dreams and ask me to interpret them. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I don't, you know, I mean, I just don't have that, <laughs> that gift res- resident in me. <laughs> okay. And I try to tell them, <laughs> I go, there's people that are like, that's their specialty, you know, yeah. of course I'll pray over it. And if God gives me something, I'll share it with them. Mm-hmm. But I, I actually um, don't feel comfortable in those areas. Personally, mm-hmm. I just don't, I'm not a- afraid of it. I just don't think it's, you know, it's not my, uh, my lane mm-hmm. and you have to be able to be okay with that, you know? Okay. And so, uh, but it's interesting because people want like strict interpretations of their dream. Exactly. What does this mean and when and how, and, and sometimes dreams just aren't like that. And if they're prophetic, then they also need to be judged. <laughs> then they also mm-hmm. need to be, uh, looked at and you like any prophetic word, 
you can't make them happen. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You can't like, see, it's, it's happening now. It's going to, you know, people, no, it's, it's something where the Lord's maybe revealing something to you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, getting you ready for something, you know, mm-hmm. but it's not so much, it's, first of all, they're never, it's never a guarantee because I believe it's just like every other prophetic word. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. it should be confirmed. It should, and it should be walk, walked out. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I had a pastor, uh, another church, <laughs> send me this dream. Like this, this person in my church had this dream. It was pretty long and like involved, you know. And he's like, "Can you interpret it?" And I was, I almost told him right there, like, "No, I don't do that." And I was like, "Well, let me ask the Lord about it," <laughs> you know. And I had no faith for it at all, actually. Great. And then I was like, "Okay, Lord, what about this?" And he totally gave me the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. so, and so I sent it back. I'm like, "This is." what the Lord said out of it, you know, it was mm-hmm. very interesting. Cause I had no, because I had no faith. <laughs> I had no faith. Even though he speaks to me in dreams mm-hmm. a lot. That's good. I, just... I have a resource now. <laughs> yeah. Send those people to you. I this don't know. Great. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But um, yeah, it's an, I, I like, actually really like having dreams like that. God. Oh dreams. yeah. They're yeah. They're um, because it's like, it's the whole, picture and experience you're living it you know it's very real you're for me you know i had this one dream where i was like in the presence of god Mm -hmm. and it was like um i still can like just go back there like in a second how that felt and what it sounded like there was a sound around i don't know it's just Mm -hmm. it's a really interesting thing it's amazing yeah Uh, yeah. and also (laughs) dreams are interesting because i believe sometimes they can be um they can transition into I'm going to call it a vision mm-hmm. or something like that. I'm not quite sure what to call those things. It's like this in-between state. Trance. Yeah. yeah. You call it a trance. It sounds kind of strange, but yes, yeah. we can call it that. But, it is. Uh, yeah, it is the a tra- it's, it's the in-between. Mm-hmm. And the in-between is a very interesting place mm-hmm. because you're wow. awake. It's like yeah. possibly. It's, crazy. it's like the wood between the worlds. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, in those areas, I... It's crazy because I received like instruction from God, direction, take care of this. Do this. I mean, it's like instruction time. Like, you know, I want you to take care of this and you can take care of this next. And that. And then you're like, huh? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, can I go back to sleep? <laughs> you know, um, it's it's an interesting thing. The, the other thing, and I don't know if this is a dream. Well, I don't think it's a dream, but it's like a dream. Uh, there are times in my life when in the middle of the night, and this might go for like a week solid, like every night for a week at exactly the same time, I'm awakened and people's faces, one after another. And I'm like praying in tongues. Um, and it's interesting, it used to be mostly people I knew. Hmm. Okay. And I'd be praying for their, you know, and I think some of that God was like working on my heart when I was younger in the Lord too, working on my heart, preparing it, you know to shepherd. Now it's people I'd never seen before. <laughs> like, I, and, uh, it shocks me. I'm like, I, who are, the, who are you? But they're so, I mean, they're so present and I'm like, I just start praying for them. I don't even know what, you know, and it's like, and it's weird. God just like gives me a burden for them. And sometimes he'll show me things about their life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, That's whatever. Strange. What's that? That's strange. Prophet people. 
It oh yeah, it's strange. <laughs> it's very strange. But you can have dreams about someone you never met before. Yes, and and yeah. but the the weirdness is is like some <laughs> the, the thing I'm talking about is this little space that's yeah. maybe a dream and maybe not a dream. Sometimes yeah. I know it's not a dream because I'm a, fully awake, like I'm just bing, and I'm in the house and I'm looking around. I'm you know I'm laying in my bed and then the then these it's like it's like a picture show. Just one. And then another, and they're very um, distinct, and they're people I've never seen before. I don't know; it's an odd, that's cool. It's an odd thing, but that has replaced the people that I used to see. Mm. It's a strange thing, and and uh, yeah. it, it just happens. And that one doesn't happen regularly, like the when I had it for people that I knew. It was every day for like a week, mm-hmm. and I've had several of those times in my life. Mm-hmm. But for this one, it's like this will happen one night. And then, <laughs> then it doesn't yeah. happen for a while. So, I, if you get interpretation on that, <laughs> please let me know. Um, it, it's interesting because the anticipation in my heart is that I will see them sometime. Mm. Like I'll recognize yeah. them when I see them. Like, oh, there's that person. That's weird. Maybe Jesus is. Oh praying, yeah. Maybe Jesus is praying for him, and it's like the Garden of Gethsemane. He woke you up because he wanted somebody to pray with him. Yeah. Couldn't stay awake for another hour. (laughs) Just to be with them. Yeah, it's strange. But some of this is the weirdness of prophetic, right? You get that, right? Everybody's (laughs) laughing. It's like everybody knows the prophetic is a little bit strange, okay? So there's things that come along with that, which dreams, visions, trances, all that stuff, which is like crazy for, you know, the world turns into some weird thing. Mm -hmm. But it is strange. It's strange in terms of what we know naturally. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, Peter was in a trance in Acts chapter 10. Yeah. He saw the whole vision of the Gentiles being yeah. included in the church. So it's mm-hmm. not, these aren't extra biblical concepts. Right. They no. should be normal. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever seen anyone in a dream that you hadn't, <laughs> you hadn't met yeah, before? Yeah, you got anybody? I, <laughs> I did. Is it yes. one of my people? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. I had a dream of a lady prophesying to me in oh, my dream, yeah. Yeah. which was weird. Um, and this was all submitted <laughs> to the pastors, but I didn't know who this lady was. And so like what, a couple of years have gone by and I'm like, Oh, but she's still like, I could see her. I could hear her uh-huh. voice. I know what she sounds like our mannerisms, all of that. And then recently I was <laughs> at a conference in North Carolina with pastor Celine and some friends. And, um, we're sitting there at the beginning of the conference and they have the, uh, pictures of the speakers coming up, just rolling through, you know, and I, and her face comes up and I'm like, what, what is happening right now? And You're I'm like, just, am I I'm in just a dream? Like, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, should I tell Pastor Celine? I don't want to freak her out. Like, I don't know. This is so weird. And so I just waited a little while and then. Yeah, I ended up eventually telling her. And yeah, I remember you texting me about her, and I thought you were weird. <laughs> it's no. weird. I was like, that woman in my dream that prophesied to me, like she's speaking tonight. Yeah. And like, um, and then it was so funny because she gets up to speak, and she goes, you know, she does her little her introductions and all that, and then she goes, okay, tonight I'm gonna do something that I only do when the Lord tells me I can. And she's like, I'm gonna talk to you from a prophetic dream. <laughs> she's like, because God speaks to us That's in great. prophetic dreams, and that it was so great. I think yeah, Celine just, about fell out of her lucky. chair. Yeah, it was just, just a coincidence. Like, coincidences. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. But yeah, it's very. And I was like. I knew, like she had a southern accent. Like, why am I dreaming about someone with a southern accent? This woman, like, she sounded exactly like how she sounded. Yeah, it was so Seemed strange. Like, probably like eighteen thousand multiverses overlap to create that, <laughs> multi- create that moment. <laughs> if you have to explain or God, one God away, Holy you know. Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
don't know, Ant-Man was involved somehow. We, you know, know. <laughs> um, biblically, it's interesting because, you know, some people like, you know, Joseph, he only received in a dream. Yeah. Well, which that, is that we know that we about. Know of, that yeah. we know of, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, well, the most significant component yeah. of what he yeah. received was in a dream that made it into the Bible. And it's yeah. just, you know pretty interesting you know and then and you know, everyone you, around him is dreaming yeah huh? and then you know in daniel i think there were people with dreams yes. <laughs> and then yeah. there's, you know and these are significant you know mm-hmm. speaking of hit you know what's going to happen in history and yeah. you know and unbelievers are the, having these dreams and god's mm-hmm. talking through it, it's just mind-boggling what can actually happen in mm-hmm. a dream right and and then take um uh become su- uh, substance in life Mm-hmm. Like it just, it came to pass, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but yeah, just how, uh, you, to me, it's mind boggling how, you know, you know, somebody like Joseph would be like, okay, so this is what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. oh yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'd be like, that was bad pizza last night. And I had this weird dream, <laughs> you know? And uh, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, God uses that. I was going to share a bad story about bad artichoke dip. I won't, <laughs> I won't go into that. I won't go into that one because I have a lot of dreams, but they're just uh, definitely not God dreams. Oh, that's right. just yeah. what I'll say. I think um, someday we should do something with food here. With, I mean, you got me on an artichoke thinking. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, like artichokes here, with, you know, and just slopping all over. Oh, It'd be great. I'm oh. sure that's what the listeners want to hear. No. Yeah, we should do a food podcast. Rose will like, be oh, dying. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, it sounds like the Last Supper. George <laughs> would like it. All the ASMR. Um, so let me pull back the veil a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and please share if you can. You don't have to. But what was the most impactful dream you ever had, or a an impactful dream? I know you kind of shared one just now, but I, yeah, maybe I don't know Bob if I could go first. But okay, you can go first. What was the most impactful dream you had? Um, I don't want to share the entire dream, <laughs> but um, God um, visited me and spoke to me about how to be a, a shepherd. Mm. Uh, that was a pretty impactful. I, I don't know. It's hard to say the most impactful mm-hmm. because I had I had a dream when I first came to Jesus, like the second night, <laughs> you know, after I came to him. Went to sleep and, um, you know, I think I was, I had gotten filled with the Holy Spirit that evening or something, or maybe the day before. It's, it was all a blur. <laughs> and in the dream, um, I was um, praying in the Spirit, and God was there, fully weeping before God. Mm. <laughs> and He was showing me myself like speaking in places like i'm a baby christian rather like i'm like you know up till then i didn't even like god <laughs> okay and now i i'm seeing myself up on a platform speaking to people and the power of god and all that and it was weird like it, it was but in the dream i'm like so overwhelmed by holy spirit that i'm i'm just praying in tongues and weeping through the whole thing and i woke up I don't know if this is ever, this happened to me a couple of times in my life, woke up with weeping, actually Mm -hmm. crying Mm -hmm. um, and praying in tongues, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which was really interesting because now, you know, your spirit's engaged. Your wife's a heavy sleeper. 
This this was before I was married. Okay. <laughs> I'm not allowed yeah. to do that anymore. <laughs> I was going to say, you said a couple times you woke up praying in tongues. You're right. I, like, no, no, that no, wouldn't no. go well in my house. No, no, no. no, my, no. Now it's like, go in, the, go in the living room if you want to start doing that. <laughs> but I just I'm sorry. That, she'd be completely, she has crazy dreams. Mm-hmm. She's told me of some of her dreams in the past mm-hmm. of like end time dreams. Oh, like, like intense end time yeah, dreams and i'd be like I, i'm kind of uh, actually very impressed by her dreams when she isn't mm-hmm. there i'm like wow like she yeah. she could see it like she right. was in it and seeing it and is very much a um warning as far and direction and stuff so yeah but that you asked about the most uh, yeah, yeah. there's been several but the impactful is like my my soul got affected by the dream yeah. hmm. my like my yeah. uh, purpose my intent actually got Mm, directed by the dream is strange. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm putting that into um, words yeah. that are easily understood, but it, the dream directed me. Yeah. It, it totally. positioned my life. It was like God was using it to position my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I honestly, at the time, if you had asked me, I, I was too young in the Lord to know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I di- wouldn't have, I just thought, well, that's really, would, does that happen to us? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm a, sorry about that. I'm a, I'm a baby. Whack. I'm a baby. I can have dreams about this thing hitting you tonight. But, uh, but uh, uh, you know, I didn't know the Lord. I mean, up till then, and then it was happening, and I was like, I didn't know. Is this a? Is this what happens with yeah. Christians? Or mm-hmm. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that kind of took me by surprise. I guess. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Um, again, yeah, it's hard to pick one that's like most impactful because they're all very impactful. Just like every prophetic word is impactful for that mm-hmm. moment and other future times. Mm-hmm. But um, prob- the first one that was like, this is a prophetic dream from the Lord um, was I had this dream about um, I was standing in Twain Heart, like Twain Heart Market parking lot. And this huge jetliner was like flying down through the, like going to crash land, flying down through the trees and ended up uh, like crash landing on Twain Hart Drive. And then like, you know, where 7-Eleven is down there, like I it's do. just like skidding. I do know where 7-Eleven is. <laughs> you have to, with, um, especially on Slurpee Day. But um, slide, it was like sliding down the road. And instead of 7-Eleven all out, there was this big lake there. And the plane slid down into the water. And so everyone was like running, obviously, to the, you know, see what was going on. And um, I remember standing on the shore and they were, you know, the plane was under the water and um, people were like swimming out to try to rescue people if there was any survivors. And I remember standing on the shore just like frozen. Like, I don't like I want to help, but I'm not sure if it's my place to help. I don't know if I'm qualified to. I don't know if I'm Mm -hmm. supposed to be one of those people that's supposed to help or not. And I just like this place of indecision, you know, where seconds seem like hours, you know, of just indecision. And then mm-hmm. um, finally it was like this, this thought was like, people are dying, like <laughs> jump in the water. Mm-hmm. And so I swam out to the, to the middle of the lake where the plane was completely under the water. And when I got out there, I like looked down and you could see the plane under the water, but the, um, the roof of the plane had come off and you could see all the people sitting in their seats and they were all still alive and they were just sitting there in their seats and they had all had their seatbelts on. And, um, I, it was like, you know, how in dreams you just know things <laughs> like I knew they were in this environment and they weren't 
dead yet, but if they stayed there, they were going to die. Mm -hmm. And the people that were in their seats, they could not take their own seatbelts off. But as soon as one of the rescuers would swim down and grab their hand, um, the seatbelt would dissolve and they could pull them up out of the water. And so, um, I, um, dove down and, and grabbed someone and brought them up and, uh, and as we get up to the above the water and we're like gasping for there and they're like, thank you, Susie. And I was like, my name's not Susie. Why are they calling me Susie? You know? And then it was like, okay, do I, am I worried about mm. them no, acknowledging who I am or is it just about rescuing people? Right. So I swim them to the shore and then go back and we spent like a few hours trying to get everyone out and we saved a lot, but ultimately we didn't get everybody out in time. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that, and then I woke up, <laughs> right. So that I remember standing on the, at, mm-hmm. on the shore at the end, the sun setting, and we knew that there are people that didn't make it out in time. Yeah. And, um, so for me, obviously there's a lot of things in that, um, that were meaningful, but, uh, at that time in my life, I was young, uh, probably my early twenties and was unsure about what my place was in ministry and what I was qualified to do or not mm-hmm. qualified to do. And I don't want to overstep bounds, but I don't want to, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was like this very direct message to me from the Lord of yeah. like, while you're standing in indecision, mm-hmm. there are people that are dying. And so whatever you can do, just jump in the water yeah. and whatever, however you can help, help. And so it completely shifted for me. Uh, the whole trajectory of my life with the Lord, actually, and my mm-hmm. life in the church and my view on myself for ministry, um, and then not worrying about getting, you know, recognition or any of those things, but just that there were people um, whose lives were at stake. So for me, that was like my first, <laughs> it's very, obviously very impactful, but yeah. it was Amen. a very um, impactful transitional point in my life. Amen. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, Pastor Bob, do you want to give a brief um lead out to the people listening. If they, if they are dreamers mm-hmm. or if they're wondering about this, um, just give them a little counsel on like how to, how to go into this more or how to operate in this. Yeah. Well, I would say that, uh, as you delve into this, um, that you make sure that your dreams are like any other prophetic thing are not against the word of God. Mm-hmm. Like they don't come in, uh, contrast to the word of God. That's how you, that's how you can judge everything in God. <laughs> and you should start there with that. And then um, I would also say uh, who you share your dreams with should be somebody that's mature and able to handle the dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just randomly anybody, especially a baby Christian, because they probably think you're a kook. And, um, <laughs> you know, you know, seriously. And, yeah. and, and um, just wisdom, because um, I believe dreams are and many dreams, not every dream, but many dreams are definitely from God. Mm-hmm. And I believe that, you know, people listening to this, you're thinking back a dream that you know was from God, just like Liz shared, like I've shared that. Um, and you you need to hold on to that because that was a direct word from God, um, impression in your soul from him directly. And those aren't evil things, especially if they're not in contrast to the word of God. Mm-hmm. But I think that they should be um, judged. Mm-hmm. I think that they... Um, should be walked. You should walk those things out with someone. That you shouldn't just try to make your dreams come true. Mm-hmm. Uh, that those uh, dreams should be subject to every, you know, to the to the uh, church, to your leaders, uh, so that they will help you walk it out. 
like if it's of God, help you judge it first. And then if it's of God that, you know, these things can be um, walked out in your life. So, um, yeah, I just pray for you that, you know, God will just lead you because uh, some of you, it's not everybody, I know that, but some of you that are in that prophetic realm that God will open up your eyes and that uh, you'll see that the, a lot of times those dreams are just not for you. They're actually for others and they're actually to help, uh, you know, equip others, keep others, give others hope. Um, and God's giving you a heart to care for the church, for his body. Mm. And we should take those yeah. things seriously. Yeah. I just wanted to say something too. I know we need to pause here for a second, but um, I, I want to say too, when it comes to dream interpretation, um, please do not get a book that will tell you what mm. every symbol means and how you can interpret your own dreams. If God gives a dream, he will give the interpretation of it. Right. And so I just, that's just a place I just want to throw it out there. Cause you can get in some weird, like divination type things. And it's mm. not a formula mm. to try to figure out and control. It is always about relationship with the Lord and asking Holy spirit that to give the inspiration and give the interpretation. And until he does, maybe you just need to hang on to it but mm -hmm. don't try to mm -hmm. formula figure that out. So just a little, Isn't that the little truth? warning like, there. It's like every other prophetic word. If yes. you try to force it, you may be forcing your will in onto what God's wanting to do. Or you could be creating a little religion for yourself. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. But uh, If you have that symbols unlocked and you went by the Old Testament, leaven would always be evil. Sin. Right. And then Jesus comes and uses leaven for the kingdom of God. Mm. Right. So you have to be listening to Jesus for how he interprets those yeah. things, not just some grid, you know, just some formula that, that someone yeah. is trying to make money off of. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right, well, that's what we have and sweet dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode. And for more information, visit spiritschoolofministry.com.